Hello and welcome to this episode of CFA Institute Stick 15 series. I'm Sam Lum, Director of Private Wealth and Capital Markets at CFA Institute. Joining us today is Professor Joseph Fan from the Chinese University of Hong Kong. Professor Fan is a well-known researcher on this topic and he has several books and publications to his credit. Professor Fan, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for inviting me. Asia is a region of diversity and there are many unique issues with leadership and generational transition for family-controlled business groups in Asia. Could you outline a few key points for us in this area? Sure. We have been monitoring Asian family business, especially Chinese family business, for the past 15 years. Uh, in a, a few years ago, we have a research of 250 business family in Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Singapore. We trace uh, business performance in their transition process and documenting almost 60% value loss in terms of market-adjusted stock return. I've never seen such a serious corporate event in my 20 years of research life. So it begs the question of why succession is so challenging. But on the other hand, why family businesses are so prevalent and successful uh, during normal time. Um, so all this, th this discovery is important in the sense that it shows that there are some important weakness of the family business organizational form. Uh, immediately after this research, it brings to attention by a lot of international media, frontier media, uh, first tier media like New York Times, Wall Street Journal, The Economist, they all report a 60% value drop. So our subsequent research focus on what have happened, uh, why value has been dissipated so seriously. And we are able to share with your audience two key factors. The first challenge of family business transition has to do with the difficulty of passing on intangible specialized family assets. And this assets includes relationship of family members, relationship between the founder, the family, and employees, managers, relationship with the bank, relationship with politicians, and so on. All these are important contribution by the family to the business success. But nevertheless, they are very difficult to pass on. Li Gaoxing, if he announced retirement tomorrow, even if someone is willing to have enough cash to buy his company, they won't be, able, they, they won't be willing to because they cannot buy Li Gaoxing's reputation and connections. So it has to be a family member who can only partially take over those intangible assets. But even family members cannot be a second legacy. The second key factor has to do with roadblocks. We call them roadblocks, but they are coming from all different levels, not just one. At the family level, when the family size gets bigger, 
the difficulty of harmonizing their relationship, the difficulty of making decisions together also increase. At the industry level or market level, uh, when the company grow, when you need external finance, either you borrow from the bank or raise equity capital in the marketplace, uh, it also, it, 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 they both risk family losing control. How to balance the, the, the two pose a challenge. And also if you try to professionalize your company by hiring outside professional managers, how do you incentivize them? And how do you make them work with family members? Um, how can you find trustworthy professional managers? It's also an important issue. At the country level, whenever you have a succession, the country, your country may tax you 50%. In some tax regime, you have heavy inheritance tax, such as Japan. Mm -hmm. And who knows, tomorrow China may announce that there will be inheritance tax, and that this will be a big threat to family business there. So we have all sorts of challenges, call them roadblocks, challenging mm -hmm. the continuity and sustainability of family business, mm -hmm. even if they, are high, they have been highly successful in the past, in the future it's highly uncertain. How should an Asian family go about doing dynasty planning or intergeneration planning and set up family governance and generation transition frameworks that is right for the family-specific circumstances. Correct. Understanding how challenging it is in family business transition, the next step is to have a long-range planning of this business and family succession, or what you call dynasty planning. Um, first of all, everybody has to close your eyes and think 20 years ahead of time. Where will your, your family or your business go to? Will you have a family succession after the old generation retire? Or will you maintain family ownership of the business but hire non-family member to manage your family business? The third possibility is exit. You could uh, sell your family business entirely to other families. Any of this uh, path could be optimal, could be, could be a good choice. Mm -hmm. Exit, for example, in, is not necessarily a failure. When you should exit, but you insist to stay on and collapse, this is failure. So every family should have a 20 years uh, roadmap. Uh, knowing where to go is the important first step. The second step is once you know where to go, you should have detailed planning on your family governance, on your ownership design, and also on your corporate governance. And different paths has different emphasis. If a family, uh, based on their assets and roadblocks constraints, if, if it is optimal for the family to have a family succession, then the focus of planning should be family governance. How do family members harmonize each other, make decisions together in the next 20 years will be the focus of the planning. For other families that decide to professionalize, for example, hiring non-family managers to manage the business, then corporate governance becomes 
an important part of the planning. How do you design promotion and compensation uh, scheme to incentivize, to retain and motivate those managers and making them work together with family members? What are their different roles and responsibilities? And how do you set up a corporate, uh, corporate boards to monitor uh, performance and policy makings of those managers? It become a focus. For family decide to exit, then how to manage the exit process. Now, exit is not a fire cell, right? So you can gradually release your shares, uh, taking your company public, introducing private equity, venture capitalists to facilitate the process, restructural management, professionalize your operation, eventually you get a good price. And also wealth management is important for a family that choose to exit. After you sell your company, how do you manage the funds, the cash? You may want to uh, think about how to form a portfolio to make investment uh, generate sufficient return to sustain the family in the long future. What are some of the common pitfalls that must be kept in mind in implementing this business leadership and generation transition framework? There are many details that are critical. Um, just take ownership, for example. Um, many families, Asian family, has a wish of business continuity and ownership continuity. They wish ownership can, can be concentrated in the family hands uh, for a long time. But ownership needs to be managed. And many, for example, many Hong Kong companies, families use uh, family trust to manage their uh, business ownership. Unfortunately, trust is only a tool, not a consequence. So you need to be careful in designing the tool to make, make sure it fits your family culture. For example, uh, making family members as beneficiaries in a family trust as opposed to holding ownership individually, the key difference is transferability. Beneficiary cannot buy or sell their shares because they do not own the shares. The trustee owns the shares. So therefore, uh, family harmony is important. If, he, if their relationship changed negatively, using trust structure can destroy the family because they cannot exit by selling shares. And you will end up with a consequence like Song Hong Kai Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Koch brothers right. of Song Hong Kai properties in Hong Kong. And not surprisingly, after the Song Hong Kai event, right. the Li Gaxing family decided to restructure their family trust. Mm-hmm. The original trust structure involved three beneficiaries, the founder himself, Li Gaxing, and his two sons. And after the Song Hong Kai event, uh, Li Gaxing decided to restructure the trust uh, to exclude the younger uh, brother uh, from the trust, but com- he, he is compensated by other uh, means. Mm-hmm. And this is to prevent the trust uh, will lead to a family fight or more other more serious consequences like the, like the Koch brothers. These are not unique cases because we have research of 150 uh, family trusts in Hong Kong. 
they all show similar pattern. Uh, a trust structure needs to be built on a harmon harmonized family on a long-term basis. And also, you need to incentivize beneficiaries so that they can work hard uh, and be responsible to the family business. Otherwise, a, a trust would turn a family business into a stay-owned enterprise. Everyone thinks he or she is an owner, but no one wants to contribute. They just want to cash out. Oh, Dr. Fan, thank you for sharing your thoughts. Thank you very much. Leadership transition. My yes. pleasure. And thank you for joining us for this episode of CFA Institute's Take 15 series. Copyright 2013 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.